Welcome to the All or Something Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Kepler, and this podcast is all about ditching black and white thinking and exploring the gray areas of health, happiness, and everything in between. If you're ready to feel empowered and inspired, then let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 55 of the All or Something Living Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about body love, and I am so relieved to be talking to you because I have been studying so much this week. I always underestimate. I don't know if you listened to a few episodes back, but I was talking about starting school and just how I my intention was to retain my work-life balance or, you know, like quote unquote, but more like life balance to still be able to take care of myself and have a social life and make time for my business and make time for myself. All these things, which I'm doing, but it is requiring me to put in like 12 to 14 hour days. So basically I wake up at 5.30 a.m. every morning and I don't quit doing things until like 8.30 p.m. And by then I read for like 30 minutes and then I pass out and then I start all over again, but it does feel really rewarding. I do feel really in alignment with what I'm doing. So it feels good. But right now, as I'm speaking to you, it's my Friday afternoon. It is about 6 p.m. Just finishing up once I finish uh, recording this podcast episode and uploading everything. Then I get to relax a little bit, but I'm going to go to bed early again tonight because I have to wake up early tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, I have a final exam for like a a certification class that I'm taking. It was like a one credit class. So that's what I have going on. I've been actively training for my half marathon. And today I did my first hour and 10 minutes run, which is the longest that I've done so far. And honestly, it was miserable. And I'm going to do another podcast episode about that because I realized like it's been taking me so much grit and resilience to be able to train for this half marathon. And I know that there are people who train for many amazing events, like not just a half marathon, but a full marathon and um, and Iron Man and Tough Mudders, all these things. And I commend everybody, but I'm not going to compare myself to somebody else's journey. Looking at my own journey, I have hit, I've been faced with challenges. It's been difficult. So I want to share with you my lessons as I've gone through that process because I think it'll help you because I am learning life lessons from training for a half marathon, which is what I was hoping for. And a huge reason why I decided to sign up for it. So anyway, so I look every week and I see that people are listening to the podcast, but I don't know who's listening. I don't know what you're getting out of it. I don't know what your thoughts are, what your aha moments are, like what gets you excited. I know I listen to a lot of podcasts myself and like they are so life-giving and I have so many epiphanies and aha moments and just... I love listening or I'll laugh with somebody and it's rare that I actually reach out to that person or I want to get better at writing reviews for different podcasts too, because it's a great way to give thanks and give back to the podcast host and really get the word out there for their podcast. So if you are listening, if you're a regular listener, if this is the first time that you're listening, whatever it is, 
I would love for you to reach out to me in any way. You can find me on Facebook at Lauren Kepler. I'm on, I'm most active on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler. And if you follow me there, I post pretty much every day in my stories. I post things like recipes or realizations that I'm having. I talk about my half marathon training. I talk about my life. Um, and then I also provide a lot of free tips and free material in addition to what I do here on the podcast. So please reach out to me via DM. I respond to everybody. If you comment on my stuff, I am very active with you. I want to hear from you and I just want to hear more about you and your life and your journey. So if you are open and willing to open up to me in any sense, even if it's just a little bit, just telling me a little bit about yourself, I'd love to hear from you. So pop in and do that. Or if that doesn't sound good to you, then leave me a review wherever it is that you listen. And I would totally appreciate that. All right. So we're going to talk about body love. And the question is, can you love your body? Another thing I want to mention is that a few weeks ago, I was actually featured on a show on a local, I think the show is called Good Medicine. I'm sorry, I'm not great with names, but I will post it. I will link it in the show notes and I'll probably share it on Instagram soon. But this was a segment in a, on a local TV show here in Vegas And it was a panel of us. There were about, I think, five or six of us talking about not just body image, but self-image in general and our experiences with that. And I also shared some of my biggest wisdom nuggets when it comes to body image, especially because as you know, that's my area of expertise is more so body image and self-image, but body image is one of the more difficult things to overcome. And I believe that it's kind of intertwined with the two, but once you start to overcome your body image, issues and make peace with your body, a lot of things in your life start to fall into place. And it's really interesting how that works. But especially as women, we allow our bodies to hold us back in so many ways by doing things that we don't realize are holding us back, like by participating in diets all the time and obsessing about what we look like and saying, well, I'll do this when my body looks this way, or I'll wear this bikini, or I'll enjoy myself when I actually like how I look. And so we spend so many years holding ourselves back. We don't realize that we can just be doing all the things that we wanted to do in the first place with the body that we have, and then like continue moving forward and working on not just the way that we feel about our bodies, but I've learned that the way that you treat your body is really going to be a a huge factor in how you feel about your body. So a lot of people think that body love means like just giving up on taking care of yourself. It just means like, accepting the norm, like, Oh, well, I just gonna, I'm just going to have to accept that I am this size or I'm this weight or whatever, whatever. And that's like a very small part of it. But people think that it means accepting that and then just deciding like to not take care of themselves because like, what's the point if you're not trying to lose weight? But the point is that you actually, when you stop focusing on weight, you start focusing more on taking care of yourself and the mind and body connection. And actually, and studies show that you get healthier from not just focusing on a number. Um, 
I mean, there's not studies that exactly say that specific thing, but there's studies that talk about like normal eaters and having a healthy relationship to food and how you feel about your body. Um, like weight stigma can really impact a person's ability to be healthy, especially it raises their stress levels. And I mean, there's so much that goes into this. And so how you feel about your body is greatly going to determine how you treat your body. Therefore, if you come from a place of body love and acceptance versus body hate and body shame, you're way more likely to want to take care of your body, even if you don't like the way that it looks. So the idea is to learn how to just accept wherever you're at and just continue taking care of yourself for the sake of taking care of yourself for all the other reasons that you can find to want to exercise and eat well and and um, not just those two things, but take care of your your spirit and your social relationships. So there's there's a lot that goes into it, and I keep saying that, but <laughs> that there's just this level, and this is why I'm so passionate about the work that I'm doing with you and everything that I share because there's this level that I think a lot of people don't even understand or realize is there, and that's the same with my situation. I didn't know what was possible for me in life until I gave up my obsession with numbers in what my body looked like and just decided to accept and to move forward with my life and actually continue to grow instead of being stuck in that diet binge cycle for forever. So now that I've gone on my nine minute tangent, I actually though, I think it's a really good tangent. I really hope that you got a lot out of that just now because I know that I certainly did. And it's a really big portion of this episode, especially because we are talking about body love. So now let's actually get into it. So a few, a few years ago, I was on the phone with my sister and she has had two children now. So I have two nieces And she was telling me after the second one, how much she was struggling with her body image after the second child. So with the first child, she was very, the first pregnancy, she was very cautious about what she was eating. She was really afraid to gain weight. And then the second one, she just decided she was going to do more to just care for her body in this time and do more to make sure that her daughter was getting, you know, the nutrients and all that, that she needed. So she gained a little bit more weight with the second child, which again was a healthy thing, but she afterwards was struggling with the way that she felt about her body and trying to bounce back. And you know, there's so much pressure as a new mom and I've never been a new mom. So I've heard this all secondhand, but there's so much pressure and I've seen so much talk about getting your pre baby weight back, like getting your body back. And it, it kind of, it bums me out because there are so many beautiful things about the process of pregnancy and about giving birth and about those first few months with your child and your new baby and adjusting to being a mother. And there's so much, you know, so much to it. And then to just worry about what your body looks like the entire time, I feel like that's something that I would regret doing because I would probably look back and I've done this. I say this because I've done it in many other areas of my life, but I would probably look back and wish that I was just there to be present in that moment. So anyway, after hearing her say these things, I felt like it was heart-wrenching to hear these struggles. So I wanted to help her. 
And as you know, I don't do this in a traditional way. So I wasn't like, yeah, let me, let me help you get back to your pre-body weight. Let me help, help you lose weight and yada, yada, yada. I wanted to actually help her cope with the situation and maybe shift a few things about her mindset around her body. So when I got off the phone with her, I immediately jumped onto the computer and I created this guide for her, this beautiful guide. And I named it the body love guide. And seriously, I created it within like an hour or two because it just flowed out of me. It was all my best tips and tricks and tools to help somebody improve their relationship with their body and start to just start to get further into that acceptance journey. And I know I call it the body love guide. A lot of people might have a difficult time grasping that concept and maybe even pass over the body love guide because they're thinking like, well, I'm never going to love my body. How that's like way, it's like almost way too distant of a goal. So I want to start by saying that I do say body love guide because body love is the ultimate goal, but body acceptance is where we want to start. So you don't have to love your body. And even when you do love your body, you don't have to love the way it looks. Those two aren't synonymous. I love my body, but I rarely look in the mirror and think like, oh yeah, (laughs) look at that sexy body. And I wish that I did more of that. And I'm still on my journey as well, but I more so love my body for what she does for me every day. And especially right now I'm in anatomy and physiology class learning more about how the body works and how literally our cells are just working day in and day out, repairing themselves to keep us alive and to keep us healthy. And that in and of itself is such a miracle. And we take that for granted because we feel like we're so entitled to looking a certain way or like we're entitled. It's it's just an automatic birthright, which it is a birthright to have a body that fights to take care of you, but that doesn't mean that it should be taken for granted. So anyway, I created this body love guide for her and I realized how amazing and helpful that it was. So what I did was I repurposed it in a way that made it a little bit more general and less specific. And then I decided to give it away for free to anyone who struggles to love, or even as I said, just accept their own body and accept where they're at weight wise and all that stuff. So on today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to take you through some of the most powerful exercises that I've shared in the guide. And at the end of the episode episode, you can grab yourself a copy of it in the show notes. If you don't like going to the show notes and that's too much work for you, then reach out to me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler. I know that's also work, but I know it's a different kind of work, or maybe you're confused. You don't know how to get to the show notes. I was there at some point. So find me on Instagram or Facebook, and I will be happy to also send you a link for that. So first of all, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the intro letter to the guide. And I believe it's important for you to hear this intro letter because I start this whole journey out by sending, first sending you love. So setting the scene, sending you love, giving you the permission to feel whatever it is that you need to feel as you're going through the process of becoming more in touch with yourself and beginning, or if you're, you know, if you've been on the path of getting, accepting your body, this can help you continue that path or further that path. So here is this beautiful letter for you. Hey, beautiful. 
I want to start this guide out with a love letter to you from me. First of all, I want to acknowledge how challenging and trying our journey to body love or even body acceptance can be. The one thing we don't often talk about as women is that our bodies are always changing and shifting. If we hold on to our bodies at any size, shape, or look, it can become really difficult to adjust and to accept change. From the time we hit puberty, nobody tells us that it's normal to gain weight or to suddenly have hips or boobs. Instead, we're given the message so young that being larger makes us unworthy and that we should try to remain smaller. What we don't receive is a celebration, a celebration of the shift in our hormones, the gorgeous change in the shape of our bodies, and the beginning of our womanhood. Then as we age and have babies, if you choose to do that, get comfortable in relationships, have stretch marks, begin to wrinkle, we were never prepared. Because we've been taught in our society that our size or look of our body is everything. We haven't been encouraged to celebrate the flaws that make us unique. We've been taught that once our body looks a certain way, then it's worthy of acceptance. And if that ever changes, then that acceptance will be snatched out from under us. I used to believe the same. And I spent way too many years feeling like my body defined me. Being raised with a mother that felt the same, it is a curse that has been passed on for generations. But the curse ends with our daughters. And that begins with some changes in the way we view ourselves and the world. It takes a lot of intention and consciousness, but it is possible. Not only possible, but necessary. I can't promise you that it will be a linear process or that you'll be magically healed and never doubt your body or judge your size again, but I can promise you that it gets easier and it's so possible to love your body for what she does rather than what she is. After all, our bodies are simply designed to house our soul as we make our way through this beautiful world and share the gifts we've been giving, given, sorry. You are no exception, my love. You've been gifted with amazing talent and ability to change lives through your talents and self-expression and your heart. To me, that's much more important and has always been more important than the shape of your gorgeous body. Although I will say, to me, you've always been beautiful and perfect. I see you as a whole, not just a body. Love, Lauren. Alrighty. So how did it feel to hear that? Did you feel some sort of resistance coming up? Like, oh my gosh, it was intense or scary in some way. Did you feel relieved? Did it feel good to finally even just fathom the idea of accepting yourself? Did you feel excited about the possibility of liberating yourself and changing the way that you look at your body? Whatever it is that's coming up for you, is exactly right in this moment. And I want to say that if you do feel discomfort, then I'm going to encourage you right now to lean into that discomfort and ask yourself, what is this discomfort trying to teach me or show me? 
what can I learn from this? Oftentimes what we don't realize is our discomfort is not a reason to give up. It's a reason to lean in and to ask why, what is it that I can learn from this? What is happening? What is this lesson that I need to learn? So let's go through a few of the exercises offered in this guide. And so I'm going to share specifically my two favorite that you can try today. If you have, if you have some time, So the first one requires you to do some mindset work. We're going to work on rewiring your mindset around the way that you feel about your body. So the first step in any long lasting change requires, can you guess what it is? Well, I kind of just said it. It requires a multitude of mindset shifts. So what we have to do instead of working surface level, and this is why I encourage the deeper work versus just the weight loss work, because what we need to do is we need to start deep and then work our way to the surface. So in other words, we need to work from the inside out and that's the way to create long lasting, impactful, um, lifelong change and goals and habits. So What is the most important thing for you to know right now in this moment? So like I said in my love letter to you, our body's evolution is meant to be celebrated. Each phase of our body is different, but equally beautiful. And what happens when we hold on to an image? Because guess what? Our looks are so fleeting Anything can happen to our physical body and it can change everything. And I used to have this conversation with Jason, my fiance, when, so we, we struggled a lot in the beginning of our relationship because I struggled with my weight. And this is back when I used to allow it to be a problem. And it came between my relationships and friendships, but I used to struggle. And when I met him, he was also very into fitness. We still are into fitness now together, but in a different kind of way, in that kind of obsessive way. So we both got a little obsessive together and he was the type of guy who had that mentality of wanting a thin woman, wanting a woman to look a certain way. And when I had, when I changed my mindset around my own body, I had to work with him to change his mindset around my body as well, because he was struggling as much as I was, you know, he's been conditioned in the same exact society that I have been. And we had a lot of relearning and reprogramming to work through. And one thing that I brought up to him pretty often to really drive the point home was that I could get in a car accident, God forbid, one of us or could go through some life altering or body altering accident, like a car accident. I could lose a leg or a limb or something. My body could change at any moment. Would that make me any less worthy? Would that make him want me any less or love me any less? And if it did, that's fine, but that's not the kind of partner that I would want to be with. And that's not the kind of partner that I choose to be. So we not only hold on to what we're going to, what we look like now, but we're also so afraid of the future and aging. And so that's why I say our looks are so fleeting because they can change at any moment. And if we are holding on to your physical appearance in order to base your self-worth or 
your confidence on that, then you're kind of screwed because anything can happen to our physical body and change everything. But there aren't many things out there that can penetrate our soul and change what's within. Your soul is what makes you the most intriguing, amazing, and unique. It is the... It is the... (laughs) I almost said bread, but that doesn't make sense. What am I trying to say here? It's It's your core. Like It's what makes you you is your soul. Way more than what your fucking body looks like. And maybe up to this point, you've lived your life believing certain things, but simply because you were taught those things and then it was confirmed over and over again. So for example, you believed that your, your weight determines your worth because somebody taught you that. And then you heard it repeated from society over and over and over again. So it's like it got carved into your system. So you heard it over and over again, and that's how you were programmed. But what you can do now is reprogram the story through repetition of a different script, a script that you are choosing yourself. So let's begin this new script. So in order to move on to a new chapter, you have to close the old one. It's time for you to close this old chapter so that you can allow space for the new one and for the, for your own growth. This means that you'll have to release and mourn for your past body and welcome your new body. And a lot of times in this space of body positivity, body acceptance, etc., I've heard this term a lot of mourning for your past body or for me and a lot of other women as well, mourning for this body that we imagine that we might have one day and accepting the fact that we're probably never going to have that body. And I know that because I used to look through magazines and Instagram and I'd look at women, especially when I was trying really hard to reshape my body through bodybuilding and all that stuff. I imagined this body that I could have. And people told me all the time, well, if you just try hard enough and if you want it bad enough, like you can get any body that you want. You just have to try hard enough. And I believed that for a really long time. And then I tried really hard for a really long time. And I tried and I tried and I tried and I developed an eating disorder and I developed a really obsessive relationship around food and my body. And I didn't want that. I didn't think that was worth having this quote, this ideal body that I don't even know would have been possible for me, even if I tried and I did all the right things perfectly. I don't know if I could have ever had that body, but I still had to sit and mourn for what I thought I could have had. And I had to rewrite my story and, and just accept that, Hey, this body that I've been given, I mean, my body has changed throughout the years, but not in crazy amounts. Like she's always, I've always had a belly, Like I've always had a poochy belly and that's never gone away. No matter how much weight I've lost, that's just part of me. I have really broad shoulders, but I learned to see those shoulders as very strong and beautiful and structured. I have very strong legs, thick thighs. I have a small flat ass. (laughs) I just, and I wanted something different for myself. I wanted to get a boob job because I thought that maybe if I had bigger boobs, they would even out my large frame because I've been so self-conscious of my large frame. There are so many things that I, for so many years, held on to the idea about my body that they could change. 
And it's taken me a really long time to accept that, hey, this is the body that you've been giving, given. Appreciate this body. Treat this body like gold. And so I do now. But it started with this step that I'm sharing with you, where you close this old chapter and you move on and you just accept your situation. So what you do is you're going to write your past body a love letter. You're going to tell her all or him. I don't know if there's guys listening to this, but I usually speak to the ladies because I relate to you guys the most. But if you're a man and you're listening to this, let me know so I can make this more inclusive. <laughs> but um, tell your, bot, your past body all the things you appreciate about her and what she's done for you. Then say goodbye to her. Thank her for being exactly what you needed at that time in your life. And you can burn the letter holding us or you can hold a ceremony of mourning or whatever that you need to do to release that time in your life, whatever past body that you're holding on to. So now what you're going to do is you're going to write your current body, a love letter. Oh, and you know what? Side note, you can also even write this letter to the body that you're mourning for whatever version of that body looks like. Maybe it's a past body. Like you, really liked the way that you looked in high school, but you haven't been able to get back down to that size, or you are thinking about your pre baby weight and you want to get back to that, or you're saying goodbye to the body that you thought you could have had, like I talked about earlier. So next, what you're going to do is you're going to write your current body, a love letter, let her know that you're still adjusting to this whole thing. And that's okay. Tell her what you're hoping to get out of your time together and the future that you're looking forward to with her. You can even make some promises about how you're going to treat her moving forward. Then thank her for being the vessel that's carrying you through this life and allowing you to raise a family or go to school full-time or work full-time or pursue your goals, whatever it is that you're doing in this body. Thank your body for carrying you through that, for being the vessel that allows you to have this experience. So whatever it is that's on your heart about your body, write it down. And then I want you to, you can also write down this affirmation or you can repeat it after me or whatever you want to do with it. I don't have to love my body right now, but I can accept her and appreciate what she does for me. I'll say it again. I don't have to love my body right now, but I can accept her and appreciate what she does for me. All right. So now that we've done some mindset work, let's work on some physical work. So my next favorite exercise is called mirror therapy, and this is how it works. And actually it's funny that segment that I told you I was on that body image segment is the show is hosted by a local therapist here in Las Vegas. And when she read through my body love guide, she told me that she actually does this mirror therapy therapy exercise with her clients, but obviously in a different way that I'm going to share with you and hers. She just has them look in a mirror and say, I love you. And it's a really difficult exercise for them. And it's a really powerful one. And that's why I love this one so much because it is very difficult, but sometimes some of the most difficult things that we do have some of the most powerful outcomes for us. So here's how it works. Look in the mirror naked. Yes, naked. So often, like if you get out of the shower, pause for a few minutes as you're looking in the mirror and just take it all in. 
this might feel really uncomfortable. Maybe it feels mildly uncomfortable, whatever it is. If it feels uncomfortable, that's okay. And I keep saying this, but get comfortable with the uncomfortable. That's how you grow. That's how you move forward. So what we're doing here is we're simply working toward acceptance. There's no pressure for you to like what you see. You can even think to yourself, I hate what I see right now. I don't like this. This is stupid. Whatever is going on in your head, let it be. So working your way from head to toe, begin to focus on the features that you love about your body. And again, if you can't think of anything, try to think of at least one. I know most of us can think of at least one area that we really like. And if you can't, that's okay too. Maybe think about some of the areas like the what you love about your, that your body does for you. Like I really love how my body, my legs are strong and powerful when I go running, or I really love that my arms allow me to hug my children or the people that I love. So when you determine the areas that you love about your body, send those areas love. Now work your way back up and acknowledge what it is that you don't like about your body. And that's, as I said, a lot easier to do is find the things that we don't like, right? Our problem areas that we fixate on that nobody else is really paying attention to except us. Look at those areas, acknowledge how you feel, and just send those areas love anyway. Just move on. Be okay with it. And then complete this exercise by looking at yourself, and this is the hard part, repeating, I love you. I love you. I love you. And it feels, I can even say this from personal experience. It feels awkward. It feels so many things. It feels silly. It feels cheesy. Sometimes I wonder like, why am I doing all these little silly exercises? And they, do they really work? Are they really impactful? Yes. Because if they weren't, I wouldn't keep doing them and I wouldn't share them. They may not feel so, so impactful in the moment, but trust me, there's going to be a time later on in life Maybe it's a few hours down the line. Maybe it's a few weeks and something clicks. Maybe you're going to do this exercise or you're going to hear this exercise from me and you're going to be like, screw you, Lauren. I'm not going to do this. Or um, you did it and you're like, oh, this is stupid. This didn't do anything for me. Screw it. And then like one day, five years down the line, you're going to be like, light bulb. And you're going to think of me because when I'm planting the seed right now, you're going to think of it like when the time is right and you, all of a sudden you're just going to, it's going to hit you and you're going to be like, oh, I should have listened to Lauren back then. <laughs> I tell my stepson this all the time that like, all I'm doing is planting the seeds for you. And then it's up to you what you decide to do with these seeds or how they hit you and when they hit you. That part's not up to me. So this mirror therapy might be an emotional process for you, as I said, and that's okay because this healing is necessary. And if you're anything like me, I had to, I've, I still am doing years and years and years of healing of, of healing years and years and years of pain that I've had of a buildup of an experience. I mean, I started as young as I don't even know when it started six or eight years old, when people started commenting on my body and making fun of my body. And I started feeling shameful around my body. I held on to that pain and I continued that, 
that process until I was like 25 years old. So imagine how much pain I had to release whatever age that you're at, however long that you've had this pain. And especially being in the society that we're in, you have a lot of freaking healing to do. This isn't something that's going to happen overnight or with just one exercise. This is a buildup of multiple exercises, all the work that you've done little by little by little. So no, these two exercises that I'm giving you right now are not just suddenly going to change your life. Maybe they will be the catalyst. Maybe it'll be Maybe, maybe it'll give you a huge epiphany and it'll start you on this beautiful journey, but you can't just do this work once and expect that everything's going to be magical. You have to be willing to, like I said, be uncomfortable, to be emotional, to just accept whatever it is that comes up. And that's why I say that all the time, accept whatever it is that comes up. It is okay. So my challenge for you this week is to try just one or both of these exercises and let me know what you think. So as I said in the beginning of the episode, you can always write me on Instagram or you can even share your experience in your stories if you like to talk on your stories like I do and you can tag me in it. And again, I'm at Lauren M. Kepler. So if you want to dig deeper into this work and you love what you've heard here today, be sure to grab a copy of the body love guide. Now the link can be found in the show notes, or as I said, you can DM me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kepler, and I will send you over a link. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. I've really enjoyed talking to you about this. This is one of my favorite topics and I think it's because it's most near and dear to my heart. I'm most passionate about this and I'm most passionate about helping you transform your relationship to your body because seriously, when you do so, it changes everything in your life. And I hate seeing so many women held back, so many women and men held back by the way that they feel about their bodies and feeling like they can't truly express themselves and show up in the world because they don't feel that their body is worthy. So I just want you to know right now, your body is worthy. And I always tell you that you are enough and that you're doing enough, but also your body is enough. Your body is worthy enough. You are such an amazing person and maybe you don't realize it yet, but if you hang out with me long enough, you'll start to realize it. So I can't wait to talk to you again next week, but until then, I'm going to say it again. Remember you are enough. Your body is enough and you are doing enough.